0: You're listening to Hardwired with Jeff Wickwire. Here's what's coming up in today's edition.
1: He understood Jesus was sent by God who has authority over everything. And he also understood that Jesus had soldiers under him. And all he had to do was say, be healed. And spiritual forces and spiritual beings, would see to it that the command was obeyed.
0: In your faith journey, do you utilize God's divine power? Do you stand on His unshakable foundation and use it to share God's gospel with the world? In today's message, Pastor Jeff illustrates that as a believer, you are called to make an impact in the name of the Lord. It's not enough to merely coast on your laurels. God is always working to transform your life, and you need to partner alongside of Him. Let God's authority enact huge changes in your life that you could have never imagined possible. Well, let's join Pastor Jeff in the book of Mark, chapter 16, as he continues his message, the final chapter, Last Things Last.
1: They have power on the field. And you know what? They're out there in their power. When they tackle, they do it because they have the power. When they throw, it's because they have the power. There are these huge brutes on the field, but I've watched it a million times and so have you. They can do something wrong and a little bitty fella, about five foot two with a pop belly in a striped suit, walks up to one of these brutes and says, stop. And they stop. You know why? Because authority confronted power. I want you to catch this now. Why does that big brute stop? Because he's sure not afraid of this little fellow in the striped suit. Personally, he could kill him. He could wipe him out in the bat of an eye. But what stops the brute? What stops the power? Authority. Because that guy in the striped suit is standing there in the name of the NFL. He's representing something bigger than him stronger than him, with far greater authority. And the NFL has sent him there to exercise authority. Are y'all with me now? So he gets out there in his little striped suit, little bitty fellow, you could throw him like a basketball, some of them, and he blows that whistle and all of these big brutes with all the power come to a screeching halt. They may get it in his face and scream. They may not like what he says, but they always back off. You know why? Because authority trumps power. Authority trumps power. Power always submits to authority. Power has got to submit to authority. So I want you to say something to me. Authority is greater than power. So if you've got a choice to have power or authority, let me tell you what you want. Authority. Authority. Behind that little referee is authority, the entire NFL, and beyond that, the police. So if one of those guys hauled off and hit him, they just hit the NFL. And they just hit the police. And they just hit the law. So that all the authority behind that little man comes to bear on the brute with the power. Now, Jesus said... I've been given all authority in heaven and earth. You know what that means? Anything in the universe I tell to stop, it's got to stop. Anything on earth that I bring a word to, it has got to submit. Do you know the Bible says in the book of Colossians that the very atomic structure of the universe is held together by the power of Jesus' word? Did you know that? The entire atomic structure that holds all matter together is co is, is cohesing, is, is sticking, is remaining intact because the power of Christ is holding it. That's what Colossians says. When he said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth, he meant it. He has power and authority over every person, over every demon, every angel, every animate and inanimate object he has Total authority. Now, this is powerful stuff, y'all. That's why it says in the end of time, the elements are going to melt with a fervent heat. And this world, as we know it, is going to burn up. You know why? Because he's going to speak it. I don't think we realize how powerful our Jesus really is. I think if we really had a revelation right now of how mighty and how powerful Jesus Christ is, we'd be in a stupor, in a state of shock. The worlds are being held together by him. And Jesus said, since I have all authority in heaven and earth, now I'm sending you in my name. Now, why does that matter? Because the name is just like if you went out there in my name and said, Ray, come in. My name is what would bring him in. When you go out in the name of Jesus, you're going out in a name that has all authority over everything. We've got to get this y'all. The devil doesn't want you to know this. Your enemy doesn't want you to understand this at all. Behind the name of Jesus stands all the authority of God behind that name. It's not a normal name. There's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. It's not a normal name. It is loaded with power. It is charged with authority. Jesus said in Mark three fourteen, it says, then he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have authority to heal sicknesses and cast out devils. Now, here's the idea. If you're going out there alone, then you're going out there in your own power. You've got dunamis, but you don't have authority. So you're gonna get whatever you can get done in your own power, and that's where it will begin, and that's where it will end. But if you're sent by somebody with greater authority than you, and they send you to go in their name, you've got all of the authority behind the person who sent you. So we need to be sent. The seven sons of Sceva found this out. They watched Paul casting out devils, they said, we can do that. So they got a demon possessed guy in their house. And they said, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, dead giveaway. They didn't know Jesus. They just thought, well, that's kind of cool. He cast out devils. We'll do it too. And it says that those devils inside that man rose up and totally attacked these seven men, one guy full of demons. And these seven sons of Sceva ran out of the house naked and terrified. You know what happened? They weren't sent. They weren't sent. Jesus said, here's the way it works. When I have sent you, anybody who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives the one who sent me. Because we're talking now, folks, about the whole concept of being sent with authority. Jesus said, go therefore in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and I want you to go in my name. It means that you and I have the power of attorney, and power of attorney authorizes somebody to legally act on behalf of someone else. You have been sent, and I've been sent with the power of attorney, and what doors God wants open for us must open, not because of us, but because of the one who sent us. When we uh, uh, come up against an enemy who means to harm us, they've got to submit to the name of Jesus because we have been sent. Behind you stands all the authority that would be there if Jesus were there personally. You've been sent. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, you're sent. Well, that was just overwhelming. Let's try it again. Turn to your other neighbor and say, you have been sent. (laughs) Amen. So Jesus has told us that he has all authority in heaven and earth, and he has given his people power of attorney to go out there in his name. Now, you look at what Jesus did. It says he went about everywhere doing good and healing everybody who was oppressed of the devil. That's what he did. So what do you think we're to do? We're to go about everywhere doing good and praying for people to be delivered and watching them delivered from the power of the devil from the oppression of the devil. We see it every week. Sunday morning, we had 25 people join the church, but we had several people come to Christ. And I watched satanic assignments canceled in the altar. That's right. See, we got to get in in our minds that he has sent us with authority, because he's got it all, to go in his name as his representative and see People delivered from the oppression of the devil. Those who believe. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to be educated. You don't have to be pretty or handsome or smart. Just believe. Amen. I'm going to get this CD myself. and I'm going to listen to it on the way home because we need to hear this stuff. You know, we're always walking around, oh, you know, the devil's whipping me and beating me up. Let me tell you something. He has given us authority over all the power of the enemy through his name. So we have been sent as his representatives with power of attorney. And when his name is used, all of heaven stands behind it, just like the NFL would stand behind that referee. Powerful. The disciples understood this. They understood authority and they understood the power of attorney. In Acts 3:6, I think it was Peter and James were uh, going to uh, pray and they passed through a gate and they saw a lame man on the way. He held out his palm and he asked for an alm. And this is what Peter did say. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give you in the name of Jesus. Get up and walk. And he went walking and leaping and praising God and walking and leaping and praising God. In the name of Jesus Christ, he went walking and leaping and praising God. Now, how did that happen? It happened in the name, in the name. Peter was letting him know, you know what? In and of myself, I only have power, dunamis. I can do so much. But in the name of Jesus, when I come to you in authority, having been sent, I've got more than me. So when I use that name, just like when that ref blows that whistle, why does the guy stop? Because the whole NFL is standing behind that whistle. Why does a devil have to bow to the name? Because all of heaven stands behind that name. Powerful. When the crowd went wild over this, when this man was healed, here's what Peter said about it. He said, Jesus' name and through faith in his name has made this man whole. It wasn't us. It was the name and faith in that name that made this man whole. Not only did the disciples understand this authority, this concept, but so did the Pharisees and the scribes who asked Peter, they said, by what power or by what name have you done this? Because they were being, uh, they had to figure out a way to explain this away. said, so how did you do this? And Peter answered and said, by the name of Jesus Christ, this man stands before you whole. But I believe, folks, we've got to understand more than just, well, just go out and use the name. you got to understand the concept. The concept is power of attorney. We've been sent in his name. So when we were trying to get this building here, God told me to go for this building. We never touch it if he hadn't told me to. And yet there were all kinds of obstacles. But I know that when he tells me to go do something, I'm sent. And if I know I'm sent, then I know I have more than power, I have authority. And the authority comes with the name. So I'm gonna tell you from a distance, shouted the name, testified the name, spoke the name over this place. And one by one, the obstacles fell away one by one. Why? It wasn't Jeff. It was authority because I was sent. You have been sent into the world to do good and see people healed of the oppression of the devil. The elders, I find it really interesting, the elders and the Pharisees went into consultation when Peter told them this, and they came out of their consultation with this command, don't speak at all or teach in the name of Jesus. Even they figured out the power, the miracles, the authority, all this ruckus they're causing is because of the name. It's because of the name. Amen. The Pharisees and the elders didn't care, and neither does the devil today. If you have church, visit the sick, have potluck dinners, teach the Bible, pray together, have fellowships, build buildings, the devil doesn't care. But when you learn that you have been sent, as one with authority because Jesus has been given all authority and you go out and you start doing things in and through and by the name of Jesus, then the devil gets upset. Don't do that anymore in the name of Jesus. I used to love when Billy Graham would say, Jesus said, well, I used to watching TV. There was just a power there in the name of Jesus. As long as they didn't teach or preach in that name, hey guys, go do whatever you wanna do. Don't preach or teach in that name. Don't move in authority. Don't do it. Now, what am I saying today? I'm saying there's power in the name of Jesus. I'm saying there's deliverance in the name of Jesus. I'm saying there is authority in the name of Jesus. And I want you to understand that you have power of attorney in the name of Jesus. And sometimes, even in your own home. When you know you're under attack. And nobody has to come and tell you you're under attack. If you're a believer, you're gonna get attacked in your home. Nobody's got to come inform you. Did you know you're being attacked? You're like, don't tell me anything I don't already know. I'm being attacked. Sometimes you gotta stand in the middle of your living room as one who has been sent. You have been commissioned and he has given you a name that is above every name. And that name rings and pulsates with power and authority and say that name. I want to close talking about a man in the Bible that we only know as a certain centurion. That's all we know about him. A certain centurion understood this concept of authority so well, he understood it so well, it gave him what Jesus called the greatest faith he had ever discovered in Israel. How many of you want great faith? Do you? Now watch. Jesus didn't mince words and and he meant what he said. Now watch this. That meant that this man's faith was greater than John the Baptist because John the Baptist was in Israel. He said, I have not found so great faith in all Israel as this man, a certain centurion. That's all we know about him, a certain centurion. Well, what in the world did this man understand? This certain centurion had a servant. And this servant, the Bible says, was paralyzed and dreadfully tormented. And the centurion approached Jesus in public and he said, I'm asking you to heal my servant. And Jesus said, oh, well, I'll I'll come to him. And here's what the centurion said. The centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak a word. Speak a word and my servant will be healed. But he didn't stop there. Now comes, watch this, catch this. Now comes what he understood. He said, for I also am a man under authority, authority. I'm under authority. And he said, and I have soldiers under me. So Lord, I see a line of authority in life. I'm a man under authority. I answer to somebody. And I also have people who are answering to me. And he says, they are are soldiers who are under me. And I say to this one soldier, go, and he goes. And I say to another soldier, come, and he comes. And I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. And he stopped right there. That's all he said. And Jesus went, I have not found so great faith not in all of Israel, stronger than John the Baptist. What did this guy understand? That the kingdom of God is comprised of authority, hierarchy of authority, structured authority. He understood Jesus was sent by God who has authority over everything. And he also understood that Jesus had soldiers under him. And all he had to do was say, be healed. And spiritual forces and spiritual beings would see to it that the command was obeyed. That's it. So he says, Lord, you don't have to come to my house because I got your number. I know what you're about. You're sent and you've got a bunch of soldiers under you. Same thing with you folks. When you go in the name of Jesus, he tells you, you go witness, you pray in my name, you go out in my name, you tell others about me. I've sent you to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth, you go. And when you use my name, watch this, it activates forces in the spiritual world that are submitted to Christ and his name. And they go and they work on your behalf. That's what he's saying. So can you say with me, we have authority to act in his name. His authority is invested in his name. Now, stand with me, and I want to read one last thing to you. And I'll never forget. Uh, I know I'm sent. There's a lot of things I can't do. I know I'm sent. I haven't come here in my own authority. I wouldn't touch this with my own authority. But I know I'm sent. And I was sent when I was 18 years old, and I was in junior college. And in junior college, there was a group of people that wore these long black capes, red on, like vampire capes, and they were all in the occult. I'm telling you a true story now about the power of the name. And I'm sitting here, and I've been filled with the Spirit, and I've started teaching and preaching, and there was an anointing on my life that God gave me to do this, and he, he sent me to do it. And I was walking down the hall one day, and the leader of this group, It was very spiritual. He came out of a group of people in the hall, walked right up to me and did this at me and spoke in another tongue. And you know what I did? I looked right at him and I smiled and I said, in the name of Jesus. And there was a spiritual battle that happened right there. This was an occult group, Satan worshipers. And I spoke in my own prayer language, not back at him, but to myself. And a look came over his face, I'll never forget. And after that, every time I saw him in the hall, he went way on the other side and avoided me. And it wasn't my deodorant. It was the name. It's greater than any name, and you have been sent. So here it is. When we stand in His name, speak in His name, or act in His name, within the context of His will, spiritual forces are released to execute that will.
0: Do you ever act on faith? Have you ever done something purely off of a feeling and based on no physical evidence? In today's word from pastor jeff he explained that if you want to be saved from the pain and suffering of this world you need to give all of yourself to jesus there is nothing that you could ever do to save yourself no amount of works or perfection will ever make a difference give it all to god and be set free from the burdens that have plagued you if you're interested in learning about hardwired diane has some things to share are you interested in partnering with us here at hardwired We'd love for you to come alongside us in supporting this ministry. All you have to do is text 817-484-4767 and enter the word GIVE to donate. That number once more is 817-484-4767 and text GIVE. Thanks so much for prayerfully considering this today. And thanks for listening. Daniel has more to tell you about what's ahead on the upcoming edition. In your journey with Jesus, have you ever enacted change through God's power? Have you ever had an experience of making a difference by calling on the name of the Lord? In the next teaching from Pastor Jeff, you'll be shown the importance of utilizing God's divine power in your life. You are called to make a difference in the name of Jesus and you won't get to where you want to be by selling yourself short. Let his power take you to glorious places. There's more Pastor Jeff has to share from the book of Mark, so be sure to join us again. If you missed any part of today's teaching, you can find it online at hardwired.org. We're so glad we can be part of your day today, and we pray you've been blessed by today's edition of Hardwired.